This is the Dave Fremlin Show, take three. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! Well, as you heard in the beginning, this is take three, and that means that I rambled on for 15 minutes and then decided that I made no sense. And then I tried again, and I went off on a tangent, and I didn't feel like I was making the point that I wanted to make in a clear and concise way. And so I'm trying again. Okay, so good morning, everyone. Today is Monday, and it is November, the week of Thanksgiving Day. And today it's 11.15 in a kind of overcast and gloomy day here in Central Florida. Um, you are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Wanted to share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, it takes a so, super uh, duper long time. Yeah. To boot it up. Um, and so I. Anyways, and now tonight I'm gonna not give you some information. Yay! A doctor, um, which I forgot what it is. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Yeah. I guess we'll see what happens. Right? And I want to talk to you today about restless leg syndrome, first of all. And the reason is because uh, there was a really good experience last night. And I want everyone who's been listening to know about this. So on about last Wednesday or Thursday... I had a really, really harsh, and we are talking harsh, night of restless legs. It was difficult. And then on that day after, I was so <sighs> brain clouded. It was really harsh. And I determined that I needed to do something because I couldn't go days and days like that. And the restless legs had been escalating for some time. And I tried to think about what it was that I had done, if I had done anything any different. And I really haven't. But I could determine that <clears throat> my sugar level, i.e. eating cake, I have a really love for cake. And um, it seems that I had been, well, a couple of days before that I had eaten a lot of cake. And um, I kind of got the idea that sugar might be part of the problem. Again, I added more magnesium and I also switched up the way I was taking it because sometimes just switching it up a little bit helps and uh, and doing some other uh, like mindfulness uh, exercises and breathing and things like that and um, and trying to do the, th- the whole routine of masking the symptoms late at night so I don't recognize that it's restless legs so I can forget about it in the morning and um, I'm just trying to be zen with it in general. And so the last few days, the restless legs has gotten, a li- it's changed, it's morphed a little bit. I've, I've eaten less and less sugar. In fact, I've had zero what I call added sugar And the reason I say it like that is because some foods just have sugar in them and there's nothing you can do about it. In fact, most foods, but I'm trying to avoid foods that are like made of sugar. Okay, like for example, cake, cookies, um, candy bars, um, things that are primarily made of sugar or like that are sugar-based foods like cereal. And so foods that have some sugar 
inherently in them, like pasta and bread and things like that. I'm not so like totally freaked out about, but things that are like based on being a sweet, I, I cut out 100% starting uh, like last Thursday. And so each day it's gotten a little better. My The situation has morphed so that, uh, you know, like that I had restless legs a little bit earlier, you know, at a time when I could deal with it better, which is good. But last night was a very unique night as far as from years of suffering. Uh, I, I, I really did everything the way I normally do it. And on about 1.30 in the morning, I, st- I wanted to lay down and uh, listen to podcasts and just relax. You know, I was getting ready for my carpets to be clean today. So I have a little bit of anticipato today where I'm slightly nervous. And uh, I don't know how to say that in English. I think it means like like apprehension. Anyway, uh, anticipato is Italian. It means like something nervousness about something that's like anticipation, I guess is the closest Anyway, I digress. Um, I had a little bit of anticipato, and I um, was, you know, kind of not restless legs, but I was kind of just not really, my brain wasn't tired. And I laid down, and on about 2.30 or 2 o'clock, I noticed, like, okay, I, I was aware that there was, I was aware at like 1.30 that I didn't have restless legs. I was aware of the absence of restless legs. It was that noticeable it was a noticeable oh my god i don't have restless legs right now and then i didn't want to jinx it by noticing it you know what i mean like like pointing attention to not having restless legs maybe that's the cause of it so i tried to like just be zen with that i was really happy about it and then on about uh, between 2 and 2 30 i had to get up and walk around and it was not the level Okay, normally I have to get up and walk around and it is like a level of discomfort that's in my shoulders, it goes down my arms, into my legs, just this zingy, zippery feeling and it's just really uncomfortable and it doesn't really, getting up and walking around masks it, but it doesn't really make it go away. And uh, I just have to wait till it sort of like naturally dissipates due to movement. And last night, I had a slight, very slight awareness of it. It was more like I was noticing my foot, where my screws are in my foot, and it felt more like I had hit my funny bone, but just in that area, and it didn't go all the way up my leg, and it did not definitely go into my arms. And I was like really, like, okay, I was noticing it. I was very happy about it, but I tried to not jinx it by like no putting too much attention there. You know what I mean? Like... I don't want to be like, wow, I don't have restless legs. And then, oh, jinxed it. I brought it on by noticing it. You know what I mean? Like tell your brain you need to have it right now. And so I didn't do that. And that's, you know, it's kind of like fighting nature. You know what I mean? Kind of like going against like what you think you're supposed to be doing. And so I tried to just be grateful, you know, that it wasn't there. And it was very, very, very mild. I think I got up and walked around for like five minutes. I was like, wow, I think I can lay down again now. And I fell asleep just naturally, the way a natural, like just drifted into like a sleep. 
And I remember being in the dream world where I go when I'm asleep. And I spent a long time there last night. I have this place I go when I'm asleep. It's another like world. You know, when I fall asleep, I like climb through this this window. Like there's like a tunnel. And it's like a window behind a picture frame. And every time I go to sleep, I climb through this like portal and I go into another world. It's similar to our world, but it, it's, it's not as, I don't know. It's a m much more dreamy, like it's pretty clear, but I mean, it's not really like, it's not really realistic like earth because you can travel without like having to get in a car. You know I mean like you just be somewhere, then you're there. And uh, it's sort of like magical in a way, but it's eerie. But anyways, uh, I don't want to digress again. But I drifted off into my dream place. And I was there for a really long time. And, uh, and I woke up and I was like really surprised at what time it was when I woke up. Because usually I fall asleep at like 3.30 and wake up at 4. And then like go back to bed at 4.30 and then wake up at 6. You know, like it's just chop, chop, chop night. But I fell asleep at like 2.30ish maybe. And I woke up and I looked at my clock and it was like 9.30. Yeah, I know, 9.30. And I looked, I was like, is it really? And then I, I couldn't really go back to bed for the extra hour. I like to stay in bed till 10.30. And so I tried, but I was too ampy about my carpet because I'm having my rugs clean today. They're, they need it really badly and I'm kind of disappointed because I, I probably have to buy new rugs but I will try getting them cleaned and um, so I was a little nervous because I want to make sure the furniture's moved and I you know it's a new carpet cleaning person for me I'm Dave Fremland and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremland Show and so I didn't really go back to sleep but I did not wake up with restless legs today. And I did not go to bed with restless legs last night, at least not at least not in the way that uh that is quote unquote normal for me. I don't even want to say normal because I don't want to tell my brain. I want to tell my brain that last night was normal. You know? That was so nice. <laughs> I had to do a podcast this morning right away to tell you all. I mean, it was really, I feel, I woke up today, I feel like I slept. I don't feel that buzzy electrical feeling all through my body that's so uncomfortable. You know what I mean? I don't want to change anything. I don't want to eat any sugar today. I was going to bake a cake and now I'm not going to bake a cake. You know, like I'm just, I'm just going to be off cake for a while. You know, it's hard. I love cake. I love cake. Like, I love cake. I love Reese peanut butter cups. I love M&M peanut. I like chocolate covered walnuts. I like just whipped cream and chocolate together in a bowl. You know, like I'm totally fine with that. Um, so anyway, I, I feel really good today. Um, I don't have anything to gripe about or complain about. So, I'm, you know, the podcast might be short, but here's what I did. Okay, so I'll tell you guys exactly what I did. I cut sugar. Any added, anything that's like made of sugar or added sugar food, you know, like cereal, cake, cookies, I just walk past it in the aisle at the grocery store. I just don't look at it. And I just avoid, like, I crave, 
I have cravings for sure. I think I have like an addiction for sugar. Like I walk by the Seven Eleven store, I want to pop in and buy the three for a dollar little single candies. Um, I just haven't. I just said no. It's going to cause restless legs. See, in my world, and if you have restless legs, this is probably a good way to think for you too. Um, in my world, the restless legs has to be the top priority. Like I, if I do anything throughout my day that's going to exacerbate the restless legs at night, then I will try to eliminate that thing from my day. I, I just, I, you know, when I figure out that something is causing a problem, it's gone. It's gone, period. Okay. And so what I did was I, I took out sugar and, uh, you know, if sugar could be gone from my world at my current age. I, I don't think I will be, you know, too upset. I mean, I would love sugar, but I, I don't see if it's going to cause me problems. I don't think I will miss it too badly once it's gone. Because once you start eating other foods, they become, it beca- like I could eat a lot more of a protein than I can of a sugar. And so, you know, I just have to turn my taste into something more protein based. You know what I mean? Or something more, to learn how to like salads. God, what a chore. Anyway, um, but there's plenty of other foods that aren't sugar. But I, add, I took out added sugar foods. And then I also changed my, the way I was taking magnesium. I'm taking a little bit more. But also, you know, I, I, you have to take into account that I exercise a lot. And I have a problem with dopamine issues in my body. And so, like, it sucks magnesium. And how you create dopamine. I'm not a doctor. This is the disclaimer portion of the show. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. Okay, I'm a person who has struggled over time to figure things out. And I have researched how to make dopamine because my brain is like just dying for dopamine. And I used to take medications that were supposed to help with that and it didn't work. And so what I am trying to do is figure out how does my, what does my body actually need in order to make, like the reason that my body is not making dopamine, it probably doesn't have what it needs. Or the organ and thing that's supposed to make or function with dopamine isn't working properly, in which case we have to limit that out. And so I looked it up, what, how do you make dopamine? And dopamine is made from a breakdown of proteins and uh, amino acids that are brought into the bloodstream through magnesium. So we have magnesium glyconate, magnesium taurate, magnesium chelate, magnesium L-theanine. Uh, you know, there's like a hundred different types of magnesium, and your body needs all of it. And there's no way to get enough of it in food, especially if you are a person who doesn't store it and if you deplete it. Okay, so things like sugar, smoking, exercise. Things like this, they deplete magnesium and they use up dopamine. Okay, they don't, they don't deplete dopamine. They use it up in order to do the function properly. So just being awake takes dopamine. Being in a good mood takes even more. And so if your body is not creating enough dopamine to maintain the things that you're doing that require dopamine, then you're going to have a deficiency. You're going to feel depressed. You know, you're going to have just lethargy, pain in your joints. There's so many symptoms. And most people have 
a lot of the symptoms because almost everybody on earth has a magnesium deficiency, but not a lot of people are into supplements and not all the supplements are actually helping. So anyway, I digress. What I did with the magnesium is the three or four main ones that really work the best for restless legs are magnesium taurate, glyconate, theonate, and then uh, like citrate. Okay, so those are like the top. The rest of them are also important. But what I do is I take certain magnesiums that are combination magnesium that have all three. And then I also take each of the three or four individually. And then if I need one or the other, like for sleep, it's supposed to be L3 and 8. For uh, restless legs, it's supposed to be like taurine. Okay. And so or glyconate and so like I think that different I think that it's good to have all of it and so what I've done and I also heard read recently in a restless legs magazine okay in the night crawlers um, I read an article that said it's not good to take too many types of magnesium all at the same time so like that leaves me in a conundrum like I need all the magnesiums and I need it mostly all at the same time, but how, you know, is, is, it, is it really working against me if I'm taking like the way I'm taking it? So I started to divide it up to where in the morning I just take like a multi-magnesium formula. It's magnesium, potassium. I think there's a couple of other things in there. And then there's aspartate, which is like a combination magnesium. And I just take like a general magnesium plus my multivitamins and things like that, immune support. That's in the morning. Then at noon, I added in uh, one dose of magnesium, which I normally don't take at that time of day, of glyconate and uh, taurate. And then at dinner time, I take like the... Uh, the Charlie Kirk one that has seven different types of magnesium. I take the MagTech, which has three different types of magnesium, and then I take the Torate and I take the Theonate, both all at dinner time. And then at bedtime, I just take the Theonate. And if I need extra at night, I take the, the triple one, the, the, the MagTech. Okay. And last night I did it that way. And I also stopped smoking any sort of medical marijuana like within at least like an hour of bedtime. And so, or maybe it was like an hour and a half or two hours of bedtime. Okay. I think that those three things made a very large difference. I don't know what the variable is that worked. And so I'm sticking with all three. I'll continue to report on it. But this is what happened to me. And if you have restless legs or somebody you know is suffering and you are listening to my podcast because you're trying to like figure out like following me because I'm doing something, you know, I'm not even saying I'm special in any way. I'm just saying I'm doing something and I'm reporting on it. And how I learned what to do was I read somebody's blog. And so maybe like through passing it on, you know, Dr. Fauci is not going to help you. And so and the medical industry is not going to help you. So they're going to give you, see what happens is they're going to give you a medicine and the medicine is, is meant to make the problem continue, if not get worse. And that way the medical company can keep selling you medicine. Look at the chain of events, okay? In order to get the medicine, you have to go to a doctor every three months, which means you have to either have A, an insurance plan or B, pay out of pocket, okay? 
So there's that. And then you have to go to a pharmacist every three months and get it refilled. The Dave Fremlin Show is now available on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iHeartRadio. If you like listening to The Dave Fremlin Show, don't forget to follow me and subscribe to my podcast and share me with a friend. Thank you and have a nice day. So you either have to A, have insurance, or B, pay out of pocket. And then C, you're beholden to having to, if you travel, if you go anywhere, you have to make sure you have your medicine. You got to plan in advance. You got to, when you get to the border, you got to explain everything. So you are a slave to the medication. And if the medication makes the problem continue and you're thinking that the medication's helping you, you say, I need more of this. Or I need a different thing. What happens with restless legs is you start on a dopamine agonist medication and then when that stops working or makes the problem worse, you switch to a benzo, benzodiazepine. And when you get to the highest level of that, which is a very dangerous drug, by the way, then they will switch you over to to an opioid. And when you get to the top of the opioid chart and it's no longer helping you, then you have to detox from everything in a hospital setting and start over again. And think about if you're paying out of pocket, how much that costs. And think about being beholden to an insurance company. And then one day the insurance company says, we don't want to cover that for you anymore. It's a pre-existing condition. Or the pharmacy makes a mistake and you can't get your medication that day. Or what happened to me is it augments and it makes the problem worse. Okay. And do I want to be beholden to an opioid for the next 30 years? Because I don't think so. You know, I know 85-year-old women that are on methadone for restless leg syndrome. I'm not kidding you. And This is not a pretty picture. So your other option, that's option one. Option two is to do your own research and do your own experimentation and follow people like me that are doing something and you know be prepared this is the this is the number one warning be prepared to be miserable for a couple of years you know what i mean like i'm not even going to tell you how long just be prepared especially in the very beginning be prepared to make huge lifestyle adjustments okay like the time of day that you go to work the time of day that you eat what you eat how you eat You're going to have to make huge adjustments and you're going to be very uncomfortable. You're going to not sleep well and you're going to be have mood swings and it's going to feel like you want to kill yourself and it's going to be very difficult for probably a couple of years. But if you don't do it, then it's going to just my problem continued for over 25 years and it's finally like, okay, the last two years have been uncomfortable, but. I to last night was worth the last night one single night a single night out of like 20 years and it was well worth it and if I could get another one in a row God willing and knock on wood uh, I will be feeling like the most blessed human being on earth and so you know I I digress a lot but I just want to emphasize that if you are a person suffering from restless legs and you are on the medications, I am here to tell you, don't. 
you need to get off the medications, right? You need to do it with medical supervision. It's very dangerous. And you need to be prepared. You need to absolutely be prepared to be very uncomfortable and depressed and mood swings and whatever you can imagine as discomfort, like have the restless legs in every part of your body. You know, some days you can't get out of bed. Some days all you want to do is get out of bed and uh, is very uncomfortable and it's difficult. But if you, if you want to not be beholden for the rest of your life to heavy narcotics, you know, uh, then this is what you have to accept. And for some people, it's better than others. I've had a, r- a rough time of it, but I'm very determined. I'm probably the most determined person there is. I've had counselors and therapists tell me that I am the most hardworking patient they've ever had. Okay. And I- I'd be willing to take credit for that because I'm very determined. I don't want to be a slave to a narcotic. You know, when you, when you balance it out, you know, all the, whatever you have to go through to get that drug, think about that. Just think, and then what is it? Is it helping or is it hurting? You know, in my case, it was doing the opposite of what I wanted it to do. And so um, that is my podcast for today. And uh, I hope that you get something out of it. And if you uh, would like to pass it on to a friend, please feel free to do so. I appreciate listenership. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Bye-bye. The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.